0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: It is the more or less happy home of a new Rendezvous de Sandwich on the corner of 14th and Oak Street. It's a new hamburger stand, owned and operated temporarily at least, by our own leader of cafe society. Fibber, you know our hamburgers
2: because we know our
1: onions, McGee.
2: Let's see, bud. What do you have? Two hamburgers and coffee. That'll be 30 cents. Thank you. Uh, didn't you want some more coffee, bud? The second cup is free. Ah, it's
3: terrible.
2: (laughs) Bud, I guess you didn't read the sign. What What sign? Well, right up there. Coffee like Mother used to make. What do you mean insulting my mother that way? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Got to make this joint more exclusive. <laughs> Have to get some tablecloths and scare away the riffraff. I okay. Hey, chef. Yeah. I had a complaint on the coffee a minute ago. You sure it's okay?
0: Oh, sure. I just had four cups myself, and I feel all right. Except I can't get my eyes on coffee.
2: <laughs> ain't the coffee that makes you cross-eyed. Take the spoon out of your cup. <laughs> All of that. Well, don't uh oh. Here comes Mrs. Uppington. Get that griddle hot. It's
0: hotter than a two dollar pistol now, boy. Oh, May, how do you do, Miss McGee? Oh. <laughs> oh, what a crazy the shop, really. <laughs> well,
2: thanks, Uppy. I'll say hey, you look kind of upset.
0: Oh, yes, yes, I am, Miss McGee. Oh. I, I suppose I'm just a silly girl, but Horatio and I have uh, well, we've we've quarreled. Oh.
2: we've had a kiss. A pit? Mm. Oh, that's tough
3: <laughs> but
2: Give me the details, Effie What has poisoned Cupid's arrows now?
3: Oh, it
0: was such a trivial thing, with McGee uh-huh. Oh, it was such a silly thing Oh, that old oil stock Uh-oh you see, Horatio was so hurt cause my broker Refused to make me to turn in my at and For a wonderful investment in Brazilian oil <laughs> You see, Horatio is president of the oil company, too Yes, I thought so <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
3: such
0: a stupid
2: misunderstanding Oh, forget it, Uppy Why don't you have a hamburger and forget your trouble? A nice, well-did hamburger with onions Heaven help Brazilian. With Without onions, then uh, better eat something. Remember, many an empty stomach has been mistaken for a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: there. That's
2: are you? Your idea. Uh, sure, I am. Come on, grab a stool, Uppy, and order up. Yeah, very
0: well. Then I, um, I think I shall start with some caviar.
2: Okay, Uppy. Hey, Cat. Rob a surgeon.
3: First first.
2: <laughs> uh, what else, Uppy? Uh, some jelly me,
0: I think soup with a fall face ah
3: a cherry <bug> gumbo
0: <laughs> and now for an entree let's oh yes curry shrimp rub down for a lobster cousin ah <laughs> uh, a Swedish massage for selfish
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear any dessert happy oh yes yes a chocolate clear and a genital
3: okay
2: Brunette on a bun and a mug for a midget. Uh,
3: Uh, A sunshine queen puff and a drop in the bucket.
2: (laughs) Now, dry them tears and take it easy, Uppy. Your hamburger will be right up. Hamburger? Why, sir? But really, I I didn't
0: want a hamburger.
2: No, but Uh, these hamburgers. Why, listen, Uppy. Do you realize that every cow in the country hopes its kids will grow up to be a McGee hamburger? Well, <laughs> oh, for a calf, that's like growing up to be president. <laughs> I'm telling you, I you never have such oh, a ham... please, please, Mr. McGee. Can't you see that I'm in no
0: mood for this? Oh, dear me, I, I'm such an unhappy girl. Oh, you,
3: you have to forgive me, Mr. McGee, but really, I, I simply must go. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
2: You got to go. You... Well, I feel kind of sorry for her. <laughs> the terrible thing to find your big moment is really small time. Hey, chef, cancel that hamburger.
3: Okay. Back in the barn.
2: Hello, <laughs> oh, there, Johnny. Need a good dishwasher? <laughs> no, thanks, old timer. We use paper plates and throw them away. Hey. I says, no, thanks. Besides washing dishes, wouldn't be good for your rheumatism. You go on and be a little stiff in your own joints.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I hear it.
4: (laughs) The way I hear it, one fellow says to the other fellow, "Say, (laughs) says, see them hamburgers smell pretty good, Johnny. Will you have one, old timer?" Sure will, Johnny. A little later. What was I talking about? Oh, yes. See, says. See. <laughs> see where the Republicans might run this fellow doing for president. That so, says fellow fellow. He's got a good record. Sure has, says the first fellow. Look what he done at Manila. of mine with plenty of onions, Johnny. I ain't got a date tonight. <laughs> Keep it hot for me while I go home and get my tea. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll
2: say he ain't got a date tonight. He may have spring in his heart, but that don't help the fall in his arches. <laughs> Curmudgeon. Hey, boss. What's the matter, bud? You know that big can of cream we use for the coffee? Yeah. Oh, we ain't got much milk left in it. <laughs> okay, I'll order some right away. Hello, operator. Give me the bits of cream. Oh, is that too much?
3: that's right. Mertz. How's everything? Huh?
2: The old man. Oh, that's too bad. Split his what? Oh, dear, dear, dear.
3: Dust him right down there, eh? Huh?
2: What's that, Mert? 22 stitches, eh? Well, I warned him, Mert. I told him them pants was too tight.
3: <laughs> Just call
2: the creamy for me, will you, Mert, and tell him to send me over some cream? Okay, thanks, Mert. Oh, hi, Billy. Hello, hi, hi Don. Hi, very Well, have a couple of hamburgers? No, thanks. <laughs> I had one this morning and didn't like it. Found a piece of cloth in it. Why, Don, a piece of cloth in one of our hamburgers? Hey, wait a minute. What color was it? Blue. I thought so. That was blue ribbon beef you was eating there, boy. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to sing, Don? I promise you. Oh, I like that there. You go ahead and sing while I. Oh. (laughs) Greeting, Gate. What do you have on your plate? (laughs) (laughs) That's from the Hope Show, and we sure hope you like our hamburgers. I do. I was in this morning and bought six. Pick me up a couple more of them, will you? Just like the last one. Very thin and very well done. Uh, better make it four of them to go out. Oh, okay, bud. A quartet for a road show.
0: One for the griddle, cook it slow, brown in the middle, and four to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Take it, Don. <laughs> it was Donald Nova's folks, singing I Promise You. And very, very good, too, Don. That was one of the best numbers. Oh, hi, sis. Welcome to the Palais Tomeins. Sit down and have a McGee hamburger. They're as sweet as a girlfriend the week before Christmas and as tender as our foreign relations.
5: No, no,
0: thank you. I'm making a special survey. Tell me, do you think the radio will ever replace the phonograph?
2: <laughs> of course it won't, sis. Why not? You can't play both sides of a broadcast.
0: <laughs> oh, thank
2: you. Surveys. I'll bet the reason so many businessmen go out of business is they have to take so much time from business to fill out questionnaires asking them how business is. Wow. Some business. Hello, Fiverr. Oh, hi, Harkle. Have a hamburger? No, I don't believe I want a hamburger. Haven't you got a nice, juicy steak? Nice, juicy steak? Why, certainly. How about a big, juicy filet mignon? Oh, boy, swell. Okay. Hey, Jeff. Saddle a Philly for a steak race.
3: Now, <laughs> <The hell? laughs> <laughs>
2: You going to be a regular
1: customer, Harpo? Oh, probably. I eat all my meals out, you know. Gee, but don't you get tired of that, Harpo? Well, why don't you get married and settle down? Well, gee, I proposed to a girl once, and she said no. She did? Hmm. maybe you didn't propose right. Yes, I did. I proposed real nice and on my knees, too. Well, what'd you say to
2: her? I said, darling, mood music mills.
1: I said, darling, look at this dull, dingy floor. Let me build you a little love nest, and we'll call it Glowcoat Manor. I'll show you how you can keep your floors in linoleum bright and shining with Johnson's Blowcoat, with absolutely no rubbing or buffing to roughen those little hands of yours. Oh, boy. What passion. <laughs> And then I said, think of it, dear, just to pour a little glow coat on the floor and spread it around with the long-handled plier, and then you and I holding hands on the sofa for 20 precious minutes while the glow coat dries to a
2: beautiful mirror-like polish.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to
2: have seen the love light in her eyes when you got to the part about saving one-third on a large-sized can. <laughs>
1: That was the odd part of it, Fibber. Huh? She suddenly stood up with a strange look in her eyes and said, Listen, poodle. She used to call me poodle.
3: Oh. <laughs>
1: Listen, poodle, she said. Where do you get this wonderful Johnson's Gloco? And I said, Oh, at any hardware store, a drugstore, or the grocery man. And then she was gone. Oh, and then you never saw her again no more? Oh, yes, at her wedding. She'd gone right out and married the grocery man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just don't understand women. <laughs>
0: Here's
2: your steak, Mr. Wilcox. <laughs> Shall we give you a bone on the side, poodle?
3: <laughs> no,
2: no, thanks. This will be all... Say, this is a hamburger. I thought you were giving me a nice, juicy steak. That's it, Harper. Only we grind our steaks up. That's what makes them so juicy. <laughs> oh, gee where? Well. Yeah. You know, What's nothing... the matter, boss? Didn't he want the
1: hamburger?
2: No, I guess not. Put it on a table by the window and I'll eat it myself. Gives people passing by confidence in the place to see the boss eating his own victuals. Oh, hi, Bud. Here's the hamburgers you ordered. Oh, thanks. Uh, Fix me a half a dozen more cooked exactly like those others. Thin and well done. Even better done this time. I'll be back for them later. Okay, Bud. Hey, Chef. Six hamburgers to go. Thin and well done, and hurry them
5: up. Six cows. Can't beat (laughs) them. Hello, mister. Do you need a good cashier?
2: <laughs> yes, it's Daisy Fitz again, folks. The gal with the permanent wave in each hand. What made you think I might need a cashier, sis?
5: Well, I thought if you had somebody sitting at the desk over the window, you know, somebody with a... The... Well, I don't know as I ought to say it myself, but you know, a certain appeal. <laughs> well,
2: that's the thought, sis. You need the job?
5: Oh, not financially. But goodness, I thought now there is a place to work where a girl can meet some nice men in a refined way. I think sitting there all day long, handling money and watching men eat, would satisfy both my playgirl complex and my maternal instinct. <laughs>
2: What experience you had?
5: Well, my last experience, mister, was at the public library. Mm -hmm. A very nice man came up to me and said, What are you doing tonight, babe? And I thought a minute and said, Well, I'm going home and rent out a few things. (laughs) And then I'm going to church for an hour or so. And then I looked up and he was gone. (laughs) Another experience Just I Just a had. minute, sis.
2: I didn't mean your romantic experiences. What experience you had as
5: cashier? Well, I've kept my own budget for years and years, mister. Mm-hmm. And I'd show it to you, but it's in the same book as my diary. And maybe I might have been a little too frank in a girly sort of way.
2: <laughs> Listen, sis. Are you accurate? Can you make change?
5: Oh, dear. I'm sure I can. My grandfather was a lightning calculator and only made one mistake in his life. What was that? He calculated lightning wouldn't strike him if he stood under a tree in the golf course. <laughs> we never found anything but his nibbley. <laughs>
2: Too bad, but it just takes one stroke to ruin a man's game. <laughs>
3: now,
2: listen, to it. If you work here, we can't have you eating hamburgers all day long. You realize that, don't you?
5: No, dear, yeah. Uh, I don't like hamburgers anyway. Don't you ever serve chicken? We always have chicken at our house. I take the wings, my brother takes the legs, and mother gets the liver, but the horse belongs to Daddy.
2: (laughs) We don't seem to be getting anywhere, sis. I'll give you a simple test. Now, suppose I just had a couple of hamburgers at ten cents apiece, two cups of coffee, the second one free, and a piece of pie to dine. How much would I have to pay? Nothing. Why not?
5: Dear me, you own this place, don't you? Yes,
2: I'm sorry, but I'm afraid you won't do.
5: Well, all right, but if you change your mind, my telephone number is 476.
2: 476.
5: Oh, tell me, mister, is your Mr. Wilcox married?
2: <laughs> Why, no, he ain't it?
5: Oh, my, and he's so nice, too. Uh, where does he live, mister? At the Wistful
2: Mr. Bachelor apartment. Why do you want to know where Harko lives?
5: Well, it's probably just faint, Mister. But you realize I pass by his house almost every afternoon, starting tomorrow.
2: That was the four-note thing in the Billy Mills arrangement of "There's an aperture in the old open container." <laughs> well, that was nice going, kid. If I wasn't wrapped up in this hamburger joint, I'd back you in a bucket shop. Now let's see. I better make out the menu for tomorrow. A n b u r g e r s. There, that's taken care Oh, hi, Boomer. Good day, Fancy Pants. Good day. What's this about you and Mrs. Upington having a falling out? I hope it's nothing temporary. Quite true, quite true. The dear girl has been badly advised, I think. That's so. all. After
4: all, we have in common. She insists on holding her preferred.
3: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
4: And you, Nosy Parker,
2: I hold responsible for the lovely creature's financial stubbornness. <laughs> oh, me? Why, just boomer. All I ever said about you was that you was a crook and a bum and the kind of a chiseler that would scrape the gold leaf off the sign in front of the old lady's home. Just, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I thought that was a real conservative estimate. Crumbleface, one of these days you will go too far with me.
4: But I'm not the one to hold a grudge. No, not Horatio K. Boomer. By the way, uh, how is my credit for a hamburger? <laughs> bad, Boomer, bad. No dough, no grub. I was afraid of that. Only reason I ask, I don't believe I have anything smaller with me than a $100 bill. That's so, well, let's see it. Oh, uh, certainly, certainly. Have it right here.
3: Uh, someplace. Let's
4: see, now, where did I put that $100 bill? Hundred dollar bill, hundred dollar bill. Beautiful sound, isn't it? Hundred dollar bill. Oh, I put that bill. A hundred here's a personal letter from a collection agency. Very affectionate, too. A little squeeze in every telegram. (laughs) Driver's license for a man named Dillaway. Seemed to have driven his car away by mistake. Must have been an important citizen, too. Had a motorcycle escort
2: behind me for 12 miles. <laughs>
3: That's
2: the letter opener. What do you mean, letter opener? That's a tea kettle. It's still a letter opener, Potato Bob.
3: <laughs>
2: well, come on, Boomer. The $100 bill or no hamburger? Oh, ah, yes. The $100 bill. How can I put it?
4: Invitation to a reception small affair. No one there had to crawl into a window. <laughs> a gold wristwatch, birthday present from Little Hulu Dancer. Beautiful movement, too.
3: <laughs>
4: Tope with gray hair. Always wear that when I want to worry about something. And a check for a short beard. Well, well, imagine that. No hundred dollar bill. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what I could have done with it. Too bad if I lost it. It was made by a dear friend of mine. <laughs> he ran off ten of them and then ran off. <laughs> Somebody hollered, geez it, and he welched the rabbit. <laughs> well, the day, son of Frank Good day, of Frankenstein.
2: What a guy! The minute I seen him get a load of uppie's diamonds, I knew that romance was headed for the rock. Oh well, I don't pull him in. Hello good... there, my hamburger's ready. Oh, you bet, sir, bud. Uh, that'll be uh, sixty cents. Thank you. I I certainly appreciate your trade, bud. Here. You're my best customer. I hope you come in often. Oh, I will. Your hamburgers are just right for me. Fried, well done, and thin. Oh, that's fine. You say you got a shop near here? Yeah, right down the street. What kind of work do you do that makes you so hungry? Hungry? Oh, I don't eat those things. I'm huh? a cobbler, and I use them for half souls <laughs> Folks, we want to thank America's number one glamour girl, Jeju Pitt, for appearing on our little hamburger barbecue tonight. And incidentally, we don't like to do the same kind of a show two weeks in succession, but don't be surprised if we're back at my sandwich parlor again next Tuesday night, March 14th. Our income tax man is insistent on a joint return. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs>